If you would please bow your heads and pray with me. Heavenly Father, we are so glad that your heart is so full of love because our lives are so full of chaos and we sometimes make a mess. God, we turn our back on you and we make bad choices and we forget who you are. And yet, you have so much love in your heart for us. I pray, Father, that as we come before you today, you would help us to know your heart. Show us. Show us, God, that love. Let us be reminded of who we are to you. Give us ears to hear the message that your spirit would speak to us this day. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I'm wondering if uh, anybody out here finished your Christmas shopping? Anybody? Raise your hand. Oh, I'm so utterly jealous. I have not. I have not. Um, I don't know about you, but I, I have a hard time with Christmas shopping. Is anybody like a great shopper? You just know what to get for everybody? It's not me. Do you? Yeah, I don't. I have such a hard time. I really stress over what gifts I'm going to give the people that I care about because I want to give them gifts that show them how much I love them. I just, I don't want some arbitrary thing for them to unwrap. I want them to open it and be reminded by my gift that I adore them. It's, I feel like a waste of a gift-giving opportunity if you don't um, give them what is the perfect gift that conveys the perfect love. I want it to bring joy and I want it to convey love and this is why I struggle with it. Because friends, gifts, they are very good portrayers of love. When you love someone, you want them to have the very best gift. And that's what I want to talk to you about today. I want us to understand you and I are so very loved by God. And God loved you and me so much that he didn't just give us any old gift. He gave us the very best gift. And that gift shows God, us how much God loves us. But that gift, it didn't come under a tree. It came in a manger, didn't it? And it wasn't wrapped in shiny paper and bows. It was tied up in swaddling cloths. Today, I want us to look at God's perfect, I love you gift. And that's the gift of his son, our Lord Jesus Christ. You know, when I was a teenager... Way back in the 80s, um, I would drive in my car over to Knowlton Road right here in Aston every year at Christmas time. And does anybody know that house for years and years that was all decorated on the left? And it had like a million lights. I used to love to drive by there. He like outlined the house. He had choir people on the deck above his front door. And uh, there was a Santa, there was, of course, a nativity scene. Every tree was wrapped up in lights, and it was just such a, a treat um, for me to go there. And, uh, and later, when my kids were born, and Carl and I were married, we lived in Collingdale. We would load the kids up at Christmas time in their pajamas in our car. We'd drive through McDonald's. Remember, there used to be a McDonald's right there on 452. We would get the kids hot cocoa, which they would inevitably spill in the car, and then we would drive by this house, and it became like a treat, a Christmas tradition that we would um, do with our kids. 
Uh, and then one year, the house wasn't lit anymore. It didn't have any lights. And I assumed that the family had moved or something. But back in about 2016 or so, I was watching the news and I saw the, a blurb on the news about this house and it was all decked out once again at Christmas time. And, um, and so, of course, Carl and I drove right on by to see it. Uh, our kids are older, but we took the grandkids over there and we saw the house once again and it was beautiful and it brought back such joy and it brought back such memories. And what I learned when I watched that news clip um, was that that house was owned by a couple named Bill and Nora Galbraith. And um, they, in 2016, had still lived in that home. But they had been unable for years and years to keep up with that light display because they were aging and because Nora was pretty sick. And so on the news, Bill said that he was an electrician and that he lit up the house every year because his wife loved Christmas decorations so much. And each year, Nora would look forward to the lighting of their home. And then when she got sick, he spent so much time taking care of her, he just couldn't do it anymore. And that had made Nora sad. Well, in 2016, around June, um, Nora went home to be with the Lord. And though she was away from Bill, his love for her still lived on. And in honor of her that Christmas, 85-year-old Bill, with the help of his family, set up that Christmas display. And he said on the news that it was his final gift to her. If you'd change that for me, Matt. He gave the gift of light for his fallen beloved, though it must have been very difficult for Bill to do, and knowing that she wouldn't be able to receive it. And then he invited everyone to come and see so that the whole world would know how very much he loves and longs for his beloved bride. And I'm so moved by that because friends, I think that that is a perfect reflection of what God has done for you and me. You see, God gave. One of the most beloved and well-known scriptures reminds us that God gave. John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that what? He gave. He gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him would not perish, but have everlasting life. And Isaiah 9, 6, a scripture that we hear so often at Christmas time reminds us, for unto us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulders, and he shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. I love that one. I love that one because it reminds me that God gave and God gave us the most beautiful gift. He gave us the most wonderful gift. He gave us the gift of light. John 1 tells us about this gift of light and life and love that God sent into the world to dwell among us. And it says this in verse 4, in him, that's Christ, was life. And that life was the light 
of all mankind. That light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. Later on, Jesus himself would tell us, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never ever walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. God sent for you and me on that very first Christmas day, the gift of the light of the world that you and I might know life because we were fallen. God sent the most beautiful, wonderful gift of love and light into this world for his fallen beloved. It happened in the garden. On about page three of this love story of God's relationship with mankind that we call our Bible, mankind sinned. And from that moment, we were fallen We were separated from God, but even though we were apart from him, God's love for us still lived on and God longed to be with us. And God knew that there was only one way for his fallen beloved to be brought back to him. Romans 5, 8 reminds us, but God demonstrated his own love for us in this while we were still sinners. God, Christ died for us. That gift of love that God gave to you and me on Christmas. It wasn't just a baby in a manger, friends. It was a savior on a cross. So that we who were fallen could be restored back to him. And he gave that gift, though it must have been difficult for him to do. You know, I consider myself a pretty loving and compassionate person. But when somebody wrongs me, the most difficult thing for me to do is to give them a gift, let alone a precious or priceless gift. I just don't want to do it. When you wrong me, I don't feel generous towards you, and it takes me a long time to get past the hurt, but I'm human, and my love falls short in the face of hurt. Friends, mankind betrayed God over and over and over again in many ways. We turned our backs. We demanded to be in charge of our own lives. We stepped outside of God's will when we did that. How hurtful has my behavior been to my God, I wonder. But here's the thing. He's God and he is love loves me and he loves you despite all of the things that we have done that are sinful and God sent us the gift of love and light and life how many of you are parents raise your hand all you parents raise your hand if you would deliberately send your child into harm's way Mm -mm. me neither me neither How many of us would willfully expose our children to discomfort or to poverty or to homelessness? We wouldn't. Why? Because we love them so much, right? But God did that. God loves his son, and yet he sent him into a lowly stable. He sent him into harm's way, knowing, knowing full well that Jesus was going to suffer homelessness and persecution and rejection and ultimately death. Why did he do that? Because God loves you and me so, so much. Have you ever wondered why God would have sent a son to a lowly place like a stable? 
I wonder that all the time. Surely there must have been cleaner, less stinky places, more desirable places for Jesus to have been born. But I think that if Jesus had come to a good smelling, to a higher place, then those who were in the lowest places might have not been able or might have not been comfortable to come to him. And so this gift of God's love for you and me was born in a stable and was placed in a manger. And those in the world who were considered low, those who were looked upon as the outcasts, that's the shepherds, they were able and they were invited and they were welcomed to come and behold the Savior who was born. And still today, to this very day, those who are low and those who are broken and those who will feel as though they are outcast, they are able and they are invited and they are welcomed to come and behold the Savior. This beautiful gift of love given by God for them. God sent that gift of love for the rich. He sent it for the poor. He sent that gift of love for people who were at the height of success and those who were in the depths of distress and lostness. God gave that gift of love on that first Christmas for each and every one of us, knowing that it might not be received. How about that? God knew before the beginning of time that not everybody was going to receive the gift of his son. It's always been God's desire that every person would enter into a loving relationship with him. That's why he created us to be in a loving relationship. But God humbled himself when he offered you and me the choice. Some of us don't choose him. But when we do choose to receive God's gift of love and salvation, I know that God is elated. And so even though there are many who will not freely receive God's gift, still he gave it. Still God gave so that we could receive. God gave so that we could be his children once again. John 1.14 says, yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. that gift of love for you and me. And then he invited everyone to come and see it. God wanted everyone to know of his love for humankind and that it is unending. He sent us this beautiful, wonderful Christmas gift of love so that we could know. And he set a star in the sky so that it could be seen by everyone. So that everyone who saw that star would know that God had sent his son. And then God invited shepherds so that they would know that God loves them. And through the angel messenger, God instructed those shepherds, go and share the good news. Later, Jesus himself would tell us that you and I have a job to do and a message to share as well. When he said, therefore, go and make disciples of all nations. All nations, that means everyone. Tell everyone that I came for them because my father loves them. Friends, you and I are called to tell everyone. Why? So that the whole world will know. God gave his one and only son sent to a manger on that first Christmas as a sign. And then he called all who see it to share the good news so that 
everyone in the world may know exactly how much he loves and longs for his beloved bride. All throughout scripture. All throughout scripture, we see the relationship between God and God's people likened to a marriage relationship. God is always the faithful husband, always loving, always providing, always reconciling, and we are his beloved bride. And when we're apart from God, he still loved us and he still longed for us. And so God made a way, which brings me back to the very first scripture that I shared with you this morning. For God so loved the world that he gave. May you know the matchless love of God this Advent season, demonstrated through his marvelous gift of love and light and life. May you know the baby in the manger who became your savior on a cross. I pray if you have not received him that you would receive him this day. That you would carry him in your heart always. And that you would be bold enough to answer the call. To share the message of God's gift of love with the whole world. Friends, hashtag more love. <laughs>